You're listening to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode 16. I'm Kevin Lambert, here as always with my friends Ryan Bork, Kevin Johnson, and Caleb Monroe. Hey guys. Howdy. What's up? Hey. We made it to 16? We did. I remember when I was 16. Really? What were you like? Um, I didn't know you then. I was uh, super Christian. <laughs> you still are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an answer. <laughs> that's on you. All right. <laughs> to each his own, I guess. That's Ryan Bork. Kevin Caleb, how are y'all? Doing pretty good. Doing well, Kev. How are Doing you? Well. I'm great. I'm great. This is a good day. Well, it is a good day. Here in the Sound of Thunder studios. Still looking good. All operated by our man Thunder John. Thank mm-hmm. you, Thunder. Yeah, it looks great in here Did y'all still. do something different? <laughs> one there's, or two things. One or two things. Oh, there's a green screen over there. There's, there's a green screen. There's a green screen. This is a podcast. Why do we need a green screen? <laughs> there's cameras everywhere recording us right now. Ooh, we should do a video podcast. <laughs> one day, that'd be cool. Well, one day. We can do that, right? Well, we appreciate everyone who's given the show a chance so far and listened to it, and we're thankful for the kind words we received. It's been pretty nice. It has been. There. It has been. The the negative ones aren't. They don't feel strongly enough to post negative things. So and we appreciate that. Things are working well. Thank you for that. Yeah. And y'all know the world's a much better place with positivity. It Amen. is, isn't it? Amen, kind of Christian guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you found us, and this is your first time listening to us. Uh, Ryan is more Christian than he's letting on, so don't don't be fooled by him. But uh, we, while we do encourage you to go back and check out all the old episodes, it's a pretty good jumping in point because our last episode we wrapped up our zombie infected series with oh, Shaun of the Dead. It was a good one too. It was fun. Check that episode out. Yes. Yeah. And now we are starting up the brand new series. It's not brand new. Brand new to us. Brand new to us. Well, to me. The horror icons. Icons. Horror icons, <laughs> icons. <Ryan>. Horror icons. <laughs> With that big mug of beer you have. We got vampers. Big dogs. Big dogs. Like. Lichens, sorry. That's the proper name. Vampers, lichens, and icons. And icons. Oh, yeah, the fairies. That's when I turned it fairies. off. <laughs> yeah, that's when yep. the show would have shit. Well. Well, with Ryan saying that accent with that big beer in his hand reminds me that we are drinking a delicious beer today. Mm. Uh, Parishes from Louisiana, Ghost in the Machine. Now, yes. I haven't had this before. This is my first time trying it, and five sips in, it took me five tries to start this episode. <laughs> yep. uh, it's strong. It is. It's good, though. Well, you it's, guys know more about good. it. It's real good. Ghost in the Machine, uh, double IPA from Parish Brewing Company. It's so just, strong, it only comes in a four-pack. Yeah, only yeah. four-pack of 12-ounce bottles. Just down the road in Broussard, about an hour-plus down the road. Yep. Awesome place. It's a double IPA, according to their website, brewed with obscene quantities mm. of hand-selected citra hops. Well, that fits us perfectly. So, And it's kind of cool because the movie we're doing today... Could coincide with the beer. Absolutely. Yes, it could. Somehow that so. movie is Scream from 1996. Boop. Ghostface. Do you remember that one? Do you see that one? Ghostface. Ghostface. Ghost yeah, Ghostface. He's the there. icon. He, <laughs> the icon of this movie is Ghostface. <laughs> this is <laughs> that, that translates to the horror icon in this movie is Ghostface. 
Uh, now Caleb hasn't, is obviously the only one who hasn't seen it. That's so true. But I do know the face. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. Like, when this movie came out, that's all people wore Halloween that year. Oh, or, yeah. I don't, when did it come out? 1996. Okay, uh, what time? It, Halloween time, maybe? No, it came out five days before Christmas. Oh, well, there we go then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it must have been then the next year, I guess. I, I just remember though. I remember the movie came out, yeah. and then that next Halloween, everyone was wearing that mask and running around with knives. Oh, yeah. It I was had terrifying. One. I had a mask. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool mask. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a neat... Because it doesn't look like it should be a scary mask. It really doesn't. But like in the context of the movie, I, like I, yeah. I know that's where it comes into. But like on its own, you're kind of like, that's kind of a funny looking mask. But then you put a black hood over it and you got a big knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of lost its scariness, I guess, to me. <laughs> yeah. But I remember, I do remember like when I was rewatching this movie uh, for this, that it was, it used to scare me a lot. It was 96. Yeah. I, was, I was young, you know, so I saw it. With a friend of mine, like over at his house, he had was the it VHS. Was my friend Taylor? Oh, okay. Just took a uh, shot. Should have been probably. We did uh. watch it together, but uh, he put it in. It was like this movie is so scary. Blah blah blah. You know, like building <laughs> it up. And I think what scared us it was like you know it's high school. We were like in elementary school. Yeah. So like oh, that's what high school is going to be like. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> People man. get murdered. It's going to be scary. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. What a letdown. <laughs> what a letdown. No parties. I wasn't invited to any parties. Me right? neither, buddy. It's okay. I went and saw it at the movies, and I must have been a freshman in high school. Uh, and I remember being a lot of, uh, oh, shit, which I was a super Christian, so it might have been like, oh, shoot, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> and then a lot of laughs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and gosh, not God. Yeah. Gosh darn! Oh, that's become the theme. That's now, gonna be the theme. Did a lot of laughs. Matthew Lillard was pretty funny in it. it. Was Shaggy was good in that movie? Shaggy, thank you. Shaggy. I, I was like, I know that name, Shaggy. Yep. Yeah, I was thirteen Shaggy. when it came out. Probably watched it after it was released on DVD because yeah. I know I didn't see it in the theater. And uh, I mean, I remember seeing you know horror movies when I was younger and Freddy and Jason. And this was the first one where I was like, oh crap, that could happen. Yeah, like. There could be a killer in my neighborhood. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah so, so again, I don't know. The only thing I've seen from this movie, I don't, maybe it was when MTV was doing their movie awards and that was still fun to watch because I, I think they played the, op- I don't know if it's the, op- I think it must be the opening scene. Like the famous scene, is it, is it uh, Geller? Is that her name? No. No, this one's no, Drew, no, Barrymore. Sorry, Drew Barrymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong blonde head girl. Sorry. Yeah. So I've, I've like, I know the context of that scene and the phone call. Like I've heard that a million times before. Um, I've never seen it like actually in the movie, yeah. so like that's something I'm kind of excited to see it because it's kind of as we, you know this is the icon series. Yeah. Like that's an iconic yeah. scene that it's most also people been parodied know about. a lot. Too. It yeah. has been parodied a lot, but yeah, so I'm excited for it. Um, I am too. It's one of my favorites. And there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of great horror references in this movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's one of my favorite things. Uh, about it. It's one of the first horror movies I can remember seeing that actually referenced other horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just remember watching it, and when they kind of break down the rules of horror movies in this by the the film nerd, I, I, was, I was I was like, that makes sense. Never thought of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, right. well, you're in for a treat, Caleb. I'm excited. It's really good. But before we do get into it. Just to kick off the series, we'll have five episodes. The next five will be, you know, featuring a horror icon. Um, it may not be one of the most popular ones, but ones that we think will work for Caleb. Yeah, that's the goal of the show. That's, it is the know, goal, is isn't to it? Really, just get Caleb scared. Yeah. Um, but the ones of us who are grew up with these icons, Ryan and Kevin, what are you? Uh, which one of your favorites? Um. I think I've referenced. Uh, excuse me. I okay. think I have referenced this before, and we've seen the movie. But Leatherface is is my favorite icon. 
Yeah, he's one he's of those. Always, he's messed up. Yeah, it's always <laughs> been the one that scared the shit out of me the most. Yeah. Leatherface is a good one. Um, for me, it's probably Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Just that that series is so good, and even into its current form, he's my favorite horror movie icon. Yeah, he's definitely the one that I watched the most growing up. But I think over time, just watching them all again, my, I, I have to say Michael Myers for sure, number one. But the one that pushes him out a couple times is Jason Voorhees, just because mm. getting into all those really cheesy 80s Friday the 13th where he was just like, you didn't know what he was. It was not, <laughs> it wasn't a person anymore. It's true. Yeah, you, you get blown up, and he's back in the next movie. Nice. But uh, speaking of Jason Voorhees, this is our reminder that we do have our first event coming up. Yeah. Our event as a podcast. I'm excited. We are going to be at Crying Eagle Brewery, right, Kev? Yes, as mentioned in the last episode, uh, on Friday the 13th, September 13th, at Crying Eagle Brewing Company, we'll be doing a screening of Friday the 13th, Part 4. And we'll have a special beer that's the featured beer of the night with Crying Eagle. We'll oh, have cool. some giveaways. So stay tuned to our social media, to Crying Eagle social media. Come yeah. hang out with the Horror and Hops team. You can see our sexy faces. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, we, we're still sexy. Figuring out how we're going to do it all. But we're just excited to be We're going to watch a movie. We know that much. We can guarantee you you'll watch a movie with us. That's probably all we can guarantee you at this point. And you'll enjoy some good beer. And great beer. Yeah, Guarantee beer. Movie, beer. Which is what our podcast is about. Yeah. And I guarantee you this, it's five days before my birthday. Sure is. Something I know for sure. (laughs) That is a fact you can back up. Any more guarantees? Yeah. I guarantee I will wear pants. (laughs) I'm just throwing things out there now. (laughs) Who knows what will happen that night? Who knows? No guarantee. Fine. <laughs> Fine. The pants well, We are excited about it. Make well. sure you're there. September 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Watching Friday the 13th. Part four. Yeah. Part four. Final chapter. My favorite one. Yes. I was about to say, oh. I know that's my favorite one. Mm. So Mine too. <laughs> sure, Caleb. Okay, back that up. It, might, it could be. It, you never know. Caleb, Caleb, is there any horror icon that you've seen through... The podcast so far or that you're looking forward to seeing looking forward looking for okay i okay we'll go with looking forward not that i want to ever see it but it was always i guess it was one that always scared me the most on the covers because again i was i try to be a brave kid so like i'd go look when i go to blockbuster if you don't know what blockbuster is people it's like what Redbox used to be yeah you're too young <laughs> but it's a store full of movies um and so i would always walk by the horror stuff just see what it was and the the face that usually scared me the most was the was it Pinhead? Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hellraiser. Pin, yeah, Hellraiser, that. Yeah. Just I don't know why, but just did the white face and the literally the pins. All it just it scared yeah. the crap out of me, and I was always like, nope, can't do it. Not even gonna try it. So, so we need to watch Hellraiser. Is that Could on? Our, because it, I was about to say I don't know. I don't know what's on the, the docket. So I want to see it anyway because I haven't seen it in a long, 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 long time. Yeah, it's <laughs> a long time. Yeah, it's been so a lot long. of longs. <laughs> <laughs> well, off off mic, Thunder. Who's your icon? Who's your favorite one? He's thinking. He's thinking. He's got his finger to the mouth, oh. eyes in the sky. The first I've ever watched all the way through is Jigsaw. Oh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Jigsaw's a great Good one. one. Going. Yeah. Those first three are still, like, I love those movies. Let's not, for, let's not forget about Satan. <laughs> <laughs> the true icon, right? Yeah. Old Beelzebub. He's Scary. just trying to go back against that super Christian thing again. He's, it's There's that. It's the underlying... I mean, theme of this episode guys yeah i mean covered by the blood of jesus there's nothing to fear but it's still scary 
<laughs> ridiculous. We are definitely ridiculous. Well, we have a long day ahead of us to go. We're going to go watch this movie. Scream! Ah! There you go. There you That's a good sound effect. We'll play that one in between. <laughs> so we've got our Ghost in the Machine to go along with our Ghost Face movie. Yeah. We've got the Blu-ray queued up. We've all thrown out our horror icons. Are you guys ready? Ready. We'll be back in a bit. Bye. Ah! God, I'm already scared. This is why I check my doors nine times before I go to sleep, guys. No! Oh, gosh! Pool! Pool! That was all of Steve's insides. Ah! Ah! Oh, shit! Ah! Damn cats every time. Ah! Ah! She stabbed him with an umbrella! Oh, shit! And that's a wrap, everyone. Thanks for coming. We'll be back next time. All right, and we're back. Yeah. To the Horror and Hops podcast. Episode 16, Wes Craven's Scream. Caleb, what was your review? What did you think? Well, that was a hoot. A real hoot. hoot. The Ghost in the Machine was a hoot. (laughs) That was a good beer. Uh, Yeah. It's a really good beer. It's still going. Really good beer. Yeah, still hooting. Still hooting. (laughs) Still Still hooting. hooting. It's really strong. It's like foggy and strong. (laughs) Wow. It's a good beer, though. It really is. Did we talk about the percentage APV? 8%. 8%. 8%. A good 8. It's a solid 8. An APB. APB. We have an APB uh, out on. Uh, a, 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 <laughs> ABV. <laughs> ABV. I think my urine will look the exact same when it comes out. Like it's going in, it's coming out the same. It probably will. Hazy. Real, real, hazy. Cloud, real hazy and cloudy. Real hazy. Yeah. It's not a good sign. It'll smell worse for sure. Definitely. Back but to the movie. Back to the movie. <laughs> we're enjoying the beer, so thank you to Parrish. We are. Good beers. Thank the you, delicious Parrish. beer. And thank you to Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson for making just a dosh. Dosh. Dosh, Dosh darn entertaining movie. Gosh darn entertaining movie. <laughs> uh, oh, beers. Dosh beers. They do you well. well. They do you well. I love this movie. Um, still holds up, even though a lot of the it does. A lot of the references are kind Ricky of Ricky Lake. Yeah, <laughs> the Ricky very, Lake. Very nineties references. <laughs> yeah, for not seeing uh, seeing it uh, back in the day. I mean, how does it compare oh, to? I mean, it's, okay. So yeah, good question. We'll start there. It does hold up extremely well. It looks like a movie that they could have made nowadays because, again, spoilers abound. Right? It's about two high school kids uh, who are killers, and so there, there's no supernatural side to it. They didn't have to have any weird effects. Like this movie could have come out today, and outside of the way they dressed and the references they made, it would have. I think it'd do amazing in the theater still because yeah. it's a really good movie, and it is. It wasn't. It also wasn't the scariest movie in the world. Like there, there no, were a few. Yeah parts where like some jump scenes but it, again it was just a good movie like that yeah. was a really good movie yeah. i was very pleased like when it finished i was like i enjoyed that movie yeah i really entertaining, did yeah funny the acting's funny good part. yeah the acting it, that's what sets it apart from some of the older like uh horror movies thunder just, thunder didn't agree, agree with you <laughs> the acting <laughs> you thought it was cheesy Oh yeah, no, it's no, definitely no. cheesy. I, I believe if that's a scary acting... movie before you saw Scream, then yes, oh, yeah, it is hard to it is oh. hard to uh, not see Dewey as that Doofy. guy. Doofy. That, Doofy. Doofy. Yeah, yeah. Doofy. I believe that's <laughs> purpose. gonna be back in my room. <laughs> I believe that's all on purpose. Around. David Arquette is a goofy guy. <laughs> oh, like, David I believe it's all on purpose. Like oh, yeah. what cheesy acting is in it was, oh, it was supposed without a doubt to be. On yeah. Purpose. Oh yeah, no, uh, it is. When he read, therefore, it's good goddamn acting. When he read for the My part, God. Dewey was scripted as a meathead cop. Really? Yeah. And he told Kevin Williamson, he's like, have a different kind of take on it. Oh, they let been, him run with it. That would have been bad. Oh, God, yeah. I don't want to say bad. Well, so the, the, the icon in the movie is Ghostface. Ghostface. Now, ghost faces. 
the ghost. Yeah, there's plenty that of was them. Drew there was a lot of them. But, uh, <laughs> she was she's kind of an icon. She was in there. Briefly. I think she's more known for Charlie's Angels. How could she not but, be? Uh, she's known for E.T. E.T. Yes. I love her and Charlie's Angels. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Watched it the other day. Both of them. She is so them. beautiful <laughs> in both those movies. We're remaking that movie. Yep. Oh, we're off track. Uh, Back to the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Drew Barrymore, man. She gets, us, she gets her engines going. We'll shoot out the angels parts. <laughs> keep no, we won't. We're going to keep it. In, I guess. We never do. We're for that little it. thing. But um, yeah, so back to our movie here. Good movie. Ghostface being the icon. Now, like you said, I think it could play today just as well. Not so much because of like it's set in high school and all this stuff, but really it's because it's the whole movie. And it's hard for me to, I try to get in the mindset of like, I've never seen it before and try to guess who the killers are. And they yeah. really set you up to where it could be anybody. They do. They, they narr- like it, it, the, um, not to, we're not going to jump around too much here, but like when you get to the end, they kind of narrow it down to the three that you kind of thought it would have been anyways. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're the only three left still. But again, they seeded it throughout the movie where you're like, oh, it really could be any of these three. And so it kept you guessing until the end. And it wasn't until one specific moment that you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like Man. it all falls together in the end. And it makes so much sense. Yeah. I know Wes Craven did all of that. Very intentionally. Oh, he with did. The, so so that you could go back and watch it again, knowing who the killer is, and see like, oh yeah, they 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 planned it out to where you know, yeah, they're always off camera whenever the killer is around. It was and, very well executed. Yeah, well, and I think. You, oh, sorry, what you oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say another another reason I think this movie holds true to the to time, and like, I, or another reason I think it could play now even and still kill it at the box office because because it is cheesy on purpose. Like it's it is a horror movie. They make fun of horror movies along the whole yeah. way, yeah. and they acknowledge it is like it's, it's. I don't know. There, there's no secrets under it. Like it is what it is, face value, and it's it's perfect that way. Yeah, and but so it's like, all the cliches that yeah. are in all those classics. Yes, like the scene where she's because at one point uh, Sydney makes fun of she the, the girls who were always killed. She's like, "Why would you run upstairs when you should run outside?" Mm-hmm. And at a certain point of the movie, when she's getting chased, what does she do? She runs right upstairs yep. as yep. opposed to outside. <laughs> They now, granted, the killer was, I think, laying at the front of the door. So, but, right. but, but she like, had locked it. Yeah, though she, she locked, she locked she it too. Get out. Yeah. yeah, and so it's yeah, it was just. It's but I like how they did in the first half of the movie. They like they stuck to the cliches. Like mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, we know this is a cliche, but we're doing it anyways." And then at the end, oh, they started the very end. The very end, it. you know, they break all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that so was fantastic. Awesome. So, well, let's get to that. So back to the beginning. The uh, opening of the movie, which is one of the like most. Iconic. I say it's up in there, the top ten like iconic horror openings. That's very oh, yeah. mem- very memorable. Doubt. Like you know, it's quotable. Like people quote yeah. that all the time. Like watching a scary movie, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, so Caleb, let's hear your your play by play of this. So so yeah, so I mean, it pretty much just immediately. Like I said, I knew this was in the movie. I didn't realize <laughs> it literally just started there. Um, but yeah, it just starts with Drew Barrymore and the phone ringing, and like that is the beginning of the movie, and you hear the. The, the, you know, the, what do you, no, sorry. I think he asked her, uh, I know he asked her, like, what are you doing? Uh, and then he gets to the famous line that I was making, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? And then it just kind of dovetails down from there. And next well, he thing comes you in, know, he's saying, you know, like, she's like, oh, it's the wrong number. She hangs up. Right. Phone rings again. And he's like, why'd you hang up? She's yeah. like, well, you know, well, I'm not going to talk to a stranger. But and she does a lot. She keeps talking to him. And a they lot. Because she's kind of doing like the little flirtatious. She's yeah, to she kind of likes him. it. Even though she told Steve. him she didn't have a boyfriend lied. When, when he asked. Yeah. And she lied. Poor. But what was it? She By the third or fourth time she hangs up, he yeah. 
he that's when the I mean the music changes. Yes, that, that was it. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you said that. The the music throughout the whole movie was straight out of the 80s and the 70s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, from the ones I've seen, I mean, you can they didn't even try to hide it. The movie would change with the mood, ex- and you knew when something was about yeah. to. Ha- I loved it. Uh, so yeah, like the moment Marco I, Beltrami. Is that his who? name? Really? Well his done first to movie. him. Well, wow. He's on little like TV shows, but uh, apparently when they were shopping around for somebody to do the music. Uh, I think it was Wes Craven's assistant had gone like on the internet and was just asking around and a lot of people said this guy's name. He oh, wow. never did a horror movie before, but he did great. He nailed it. Yeah, yeah. he did really good. Um, but yeah, so the movie, the music gets more intense and this is when you figure out, and you can even see it in Drew Barrymore's face. Like at a certain point she realizes, okay, this isn't your typical harmless. I mean, he's asking me creepy questions. Uh, and then, he, you know, he starts, he, it's the, the, uh, I forget what he says. Something like I can see. He says something to the fact know, that he can I see her. Who I'm looking who at. I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she, she starts looking outside. She turns the lights on in the back porch. Which this house hadn't, like, it's kind of oh like gosh. the Sound of Thunder Studios yeah. here. Yeah. There's big very, glass very doors. open glass windows. And that was the kind of a theme throughout the whole movie, too. As we go along, it's like the glass is, you're supposed to be safe behind right. the glass no matter what. And then what happens? All these killers are they're always seemingly there. getting into the house and always the glass there. is not safe anymore. Well, she runs around and locks all of her doors eventually. Like after after she realizes someone's watching her. Yeah. After she's like, oh like, shit, right, this so person's then, really watching me yeah. from a cell phone somewhere. Let me put my shirt back on. This is serious. <laughs> Time to get real. Yeah, but and then, and then it gets dark. Then they start playing the game. The game. Okay, I thought it was weird because they referenced this game at the end of the movie like it was a super important thing, but it only happens one other time in the movie, really. I mean, the beginning. Well, or, I don't know. Did they ask her the second time? So I know I'm jumping around just a little bit, but when they when, when they're like, like, "What's your?" You know, when they start asking her questions about horror movies. movies yeah, yeah. Was that, that was the only time it really happens? Yeah, it? it was really just no. the Drew okay. Barrymore that's what I thought. Yeah, because they start asking. You know, they and they go, "Oh, because she said earlier." I'm sorry that her favorite movie was um, Halloween, and so they ask mm-hmm. her questions about that. They say, "Who's the killer?" Michael Myers. Steve tied up they have, Yes, they have Steve tied. Oh, I skipped that, didn't I? Yeah, I'm sorry. When you think okay. about I did. it, I skipped Steve. When you think about it, like um, Randy and uh, oh shit, what's Matthew Lord? Stu. Stu. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, with their whole plot of what they're scheming throughout, it's kind of like that opening scene is their trial run of what they're trying to do, and then their plans throughout the rest of the movie kind of goes to shit. It pretty much does. With Randy and Stu? Yeah. Well, well they're n- never successful in any, in the, like any of the other... Killings Billy as far as uh, uh, yeah, Billy and Stu. Yeah, yeah, Randy, not Randy. But with, well, spoiler alert. Besides the movie, we haven't even, we haven't announced their names. Our uh, killers. Well, we're just assuming people have watched. It was this Randy, movie and Dewey. Randy, <laughs> and Dewey. Randy, Randy and Dewey. Randy and Dewey. We'll change the team. And we're clear. They're trying. I do understand what you're talking about. Podcast. A lot of uh, yeah, it was a lot of kind of like playing out like every little thing they learned a little bit more. Kind of thing, yeah. but hey, I mean, you don't know how many people they killed That's before true. this, but they do have Steve. They have Steve, her, her boyfriend, boyfriend, tied up, who's a big football up. player who will kick their ass. Yeah, tied up outside, and then but she, he that's didn't. when she knows something's really wrong. Yeah, so she turns off the lights, and they say, "Well, you know, we'll let Steve go if you can answer these questions." And the first one, who's the killer in Halloween? Right. She says Michael Myers. Michael Myers. You guess that one right. And then he says. Okay, now for the real question. And she gets really scared. She gets frustrated. And you can frantic. hear Steve out there, by the way. He's squirming. And yeah. he's, he's, again, his, his mouth's duct taped. He's duct taped to a chair on the back porch. I think there's a little pool behind him. No, there yeah. wasn't a pool. Was there a pool? 
Yeah, there was a pool behind him. Yeah, uh, it's it's really kind of when, when you Steve Steve's face when she goes to turn the light off to play the game. It's really it's really creepy. Like that was one of the scariest things for me because you can see it in his eyes. He he knows he's about to die. Yeah. Like he's like, oh crap, oh, I am yeah. about to die, and yeah. she does too. Uh, and then the question, I knew the question she missed, by the way, mm-hmm. just because we've talked about it on the pad, uh, the pod, the podcast, the talked about it on this podcast <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> I went Canadian there for a second, guys. So, uh, the podcast, uh, we talked about, uh, Friday the 13th, which don't forget September 13th, crying Eagle will be watching the fourth one. That's Not right. September 11th. Smoothless plug. So, so yeah, so they're like, who's the killer of that? And she's real quick. She's like, Oh, I almost said Freddy. No, that was been bad. <laughs> Freddy, that's way wrong. She's like Jason. It's Jason. Jason. Yeah, on Kevin's shirt. She's like it's Jason, and he's like, nope, it's not. And she gets really mad. Mm. She's actually like, no, it, I've seen that movie twenty times. It's Jason, and I don't know which one's actually. I I think it was which one was the tall one's name? I'm not Ray. <laughs> Ray Stu <laughs> Stu was it Stu <laughs> Stu um, yeah I think it was Stu who was the killer this time I'm not sure um, but yeah he's kind of like wrong and she's like no you know I've seen this 20 times I know and he's like nope everyone knows it was Jason's mother he's not in it till the sequel which I was shocked when y'all told me that in the podcast at whatever episode that was um, and then sure enough what do they do? You hear Steve kind of, and then you just hear. They gutted him. Cool. Yeah. From the back, too. Yeah. Like and from did y'all, do y'all know who uh, the that guy that tied up was? Steve? Yeah. No. no. Uh, me either. I was <laughs> just wondering if y'all knew. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Like the actor? Yeah. Nope. I was just saying if y'all had a fun fact nope. on him. Okay. Don't know anything yeah. about him. Nope. I almost spit my beer out. Well, <laughs> you just pulled the same thing that Dewey did about that constellation thing. Hey, he deserved to die then. Okay. He was a nobody. He was that was the grossest scene in the whole movie, too. I mean, his whole insides were just bleh, everywhere. Yeah. I know I've mentioned this in a past podcast, but this was originally supposed to be NC seventeen because of all the blood yes. yeah. that was supposed to be used in the movie. Yeah, it was originally called Scary Movie. That's funny. It's funny that's what the one that big, the, yeah, the, the big parody. spoof. The Wayne's brother. Um, but it was called Scary Movie, and Kevin Williamson, the writer who went on to do all the 90s ones we know, know what she did last summer. And Oh, really? Yeah, well, any neat. any kind of teenage he did them all. horror movie back then, he pretty much wrote a lot of them. Cool. Um, but they get it signed, they hire in. They had a lot of people... They wanted to direct like Robert Rodriguez, Sam Raimi. Wow. Um, George Romero. George Romero was, yeah. was in the lineup, but they oh, wow. all turned it down because they thought it. they didn't want to do a comedy. Oh, uh, okay. And Kevin Williams keeps saying, he's like, it's not a comedy, it's a horror, but just the way it's written kind of has a, they think they're they're supposed to shoot it like a comedy. So right. Wes Craven finally comes in and he said it was when he heard that Drew Barrymore was cast, like she accepted the role that he was like, okay, if she's in it, it's yeah. got to have some kind of quality to it. And he turned it into something great, but yeah. we're at the point now. Um, you know, it's called they called it Scream, and they made sure this it's opening a had a big thing to kind of set the whole tone for the movie because <laughs> it kind of it's funny and it's kind of fun. And then as soon as Steve dies, yeah, um, you she know, screams. Her, her popcorn on the thing is on fire, so there's smoke in the house. And then he's like, oh, what was the last question? Oh, what door am I at? The last question yeah. he asked Drew Barrymore is like, what door am I at? Do you have the main entrance mm-hmm. or I'm at the back door? And she freaks out. She grabs a knife. Chair. No, not a knife. 
Well, it's like a letter opener. It's like a letter yeah, opener. Yeah, she knife. basically gets a knife. Um, yeah, and then a chair comes through the back door, and she—that's when she screams. You know, yeah. ironically though, it's called scream. But when she really needed to scream, she couldn't. No, he got. You know? he got yeah, because I mean, she 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 tries to make a run for it. You see a car coming up the street. They all live out. If you've never seen this movie, which is weird, you should watch it. Um, you know, because we're spoiling it. If not, but there's a car coming up this. I don't want to say like a dirt road, but it kind of looks like country. a dirt road. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all very spaced apart. These houses are not very close. It is almost like a. I know it wasn't a cornfield, but there was a field of some sort yeah. near her house. Well, it's another horror movie cliche. She gets out of the house. <laughs> You're right. After she runs away, around from the killer for a while, and you know goes faces chasing her. That's when it. Sorry, like I remember as like a nine year old when I saw this, that was like freaking me. Oh, that's out. when he got scared. I saw the, him like jumping when you, around. That when cape. you see him the first time, I don't remember where she was, but the first time you see the the ghost the ghost face guy run, he dashes somewhere, and you just see his yeah. dark his black hood and his stuff like flowing. And you're like, oh shit, yeah. This is, and then he's you eventually a, see you eventually see his face. Yeah, he's a runner. Icons that we've covered so far. That's true. Most they are slow. Time. He's not. No, he's, he's quick. They agile, are. Yeah. And he, but I remember she goes outside mm. and it was the scariest thing to me as a kid was watching her, watching him from the outside. Like oh, she yeah. Yeah. In, she can see him sneaking around the house. So she knows he's in there. And then that last time, but then she happens to see the car coming. Yeah. So you're like, Oh, she's going to be safe. And then he jumps out of the window. Yep. Chases her down, stabs her in the chest, right in the chest, chokes Ooh. her out. And yeah, this, the, she ends up, she pulls the mask off at one point, but I think before that she kind of, she, Kicks him in the groin. She does. She gets him right in the balls. Gets him, gets him off of her. And yeah, one of the saddest parts of the movie. Yeah. Her mom and dad are walking into the house. Have no idea what's going on. She's she can't scream. A few feet away and can't scream for them. Her lungs are full of blood. Mm. And mom and dad go in the house. See the oh, craze. Yeah. They kind of start freaking out. And that's when you kind of realize you're like, all right, this movie's serious. Yeah, yeah, really. They didn't hear her on the phone. Yeah, that was the old landline. That was one of the parts that got me. They pick up the phone, they can hear her gurgling and yeah, yeah. she's being drugged. She's she's like being dragged. (sighs) Yeah, that's yeah. And then they walk outside and she's been strung up. Tree. Yep. She was strung up, gutted. Yeah. Yeah. That that little. So you saw like the the effect of the in the movie had like a. Fast zoom in kind of thing like that, where yeah. it moved all of a sudden really quick to zoom in on what was happening. Wes Craven said he had cut 32 scenes out of that one shot, really, because, to keep it an R rated. Oh, uh, okay. Because he said there was a very, uh, it was something like the parents ran up to her, and it's a very emotional scene, and her body Guts parts are just hanging out Ugh. everywhere. And so he said it wasn't supposed to be this zoomed in, quick, you know, pan of her or shot of her. It yeah. was But the way he had to edit it. So, I mean, I'd love to see an uncut screen. I mean, it that's not the only scene they did it that went, for. But. It went before the MPAA nine times. Nine times? Before they got it down to an R rating. Mm-hmm. And they hate wow. Wes Craven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. So, they, he's had trouble all of his movies hmm. to get past. Yeah. To, like, to, you know, edit things. And he's famous for saying, like, he's, you know, they're like, he makes his movie, and then he's like, all right, here we go. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to change a lot. <laughs> that's crazy. Good old Wes Craven. Rest in peace, by the way. Raise yep. your glass to Wes Craven. The man. My the, ghost, the ghost in the machine. <laughs> Wes Craven. <laughs> well played, sir. Who um, threw jabs? Probably one of my favorite parts, looking back at it, is in that scene when she's talking about the scary movies before it turns mm-hmm. really serious. He says something about Freddy Krueger. She's like, yeah, the first one was great. The rest of oh. them suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she did uh, say that. only did the first one. That's oh. true. So throwing those jabs in there. Well, he did. Was, well, he, that's what. Well played. He did New Nightmare, though. He did and, do New Nightmare. And he doesn't like that one. So that's why he wow. said he was okay with the joke. Because when he first read it, he was Had like, you New got New Nightmare take... even came out yet, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or maybe. 
Yeah, yeah I, was, I, have I, to look that, I have to look that up. But fact checked the the commentary I was listening to with him and Kevin Williamson. Uh, whenever they were starring the movie, Kevin, yeah, Wes New Craven, Nightmare came out two years before. Oh, okay. okay, had uh, he had told Kevin Williamson like take that line out. Like I don't want to seem like cocky like that, you know, because I'm directing this one. I don't want to get into that. And they kept it in there because that's when Kevin Williamson was like, "Well, you did do New Nightmare, <laughs> you know, that one sucks." <laughs> that's amazing. So I was like, I was like, yeah, good point there. Really you got fun. me. You, you got me. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the. You know, Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven had a really good relationship, and I think that's what made, I think that's what made it work so well. I agree. So we've uh, got that great opening scene. Yes. I mean, an awesome opening. I mean, I could have turned the movie off right there and been like, that was really good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an uh, iconic scene. had all the feels that you needed for a, a good horror opening. But but she's not even the main character. Not even the main <laughs> character, yep. That's another awesome thing they did. They took that cliche and threw it out the window, saying, yeah. like, here's our main character, and then nope. Nope, not Because her. at the time, she was the biggest name. Right. In the whole movie. That's cool. Maybe besides Courtney Cox, because she was on Friends and stuff. Yeah, but, but Friends had only been out for a year. I mean, Courtney oh, Cox. True, 96. Friends wasn't. Yeah. Let's not forget, Courtney Cox was in Ace Ventura. <laughs> well, two right. Years before. Uh, she was famous from that Little one. Little pet That's detective. Right. That's right. She's I had a, a crush on her, for who, sure, from that movie. Who didn't? My wife. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that you know <laughs> of. That I know of. That yeah. you know We've of. never really brought it up, but I guess I'll, I'll ask her about it. I guess it. we know a dinner conversation you're having tonight. Yes. All right, so well, moving along. So then the movie really kickstarts into who the main characters are because the next scene is you're introduced to Sydney and Billy. Yep, and you find out real quick that Sydney is the main character, especially now that Drew Barrymore's dead. So Sydney, who played Sydney? Anyone? Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. So she's the main character, and she's kind of hanging out in her moo moo uh, at her house. It was a moo moo. <laughs> she's wearing a moo moo. <laughs> well, you can Billy even Billy, her boyfriend, who. I can't really tell if he's supposed to be, have like a bad boy side to him. It just maybe it's just the way he stares intensely at everything. So you know he's got that. Yeah, he looked like, like young Johnny Depp. He we did so much. I read that that's oh, one of the reasons he was cast. Yeah, that mm. makes sense because he was in Nightmare. Right, and, Nightmare uh, throwback. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. A walking Phoenix turned down that role. Really? What? Oh man, that's Billy. Wow. Was Billy. Oh, okay, that yep. could have worked too. Been crazy. Ooh, yeah. So well, another fun fact about Billy is last name Loomis. A throwback to Halloween. Yep. Dr. Loomis. Look at that. Uh, Kevin Williamson is a huge Halloween fan. Like okay. on the, I, I tried when I was watching it the other day, like to pause it and see if I can see it. But there's two movies on the counter with the scenes with Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. while she's like making popcorn and stuff. And one of them's Halloween. Okay. Couldn't find out what the other one was. Mm-hmm. But he has, and of course they're watching it at the end. All yeah. the kids are watching it. Right, so yeah. it's very, the movies, this movie is kind of a tribute, I would say almost in a, a lot of bit. ways. But throwing in things like that, like, Billy Loomis, and then I'm sorry to go back again. The go one for that, it. when the parents come in and they they realize she's not in the house. The dad says, "Get in the car, drive to the McKenzie's." Uh-huh. That's the same thing that Jamie oh. Lee Curtis said to the little yeah. kids, like, "Go to the go McKenzie's." To the yeah, good call. Call the police, get them help. Wow, it's uh, all those little fun little things. They, that's they really cool. In this whole, but that's that's just the Halloween references. This movie yeah. is full Chalked, of horror movies. Full of them references so, so yeah. but we've got billy loomis and sydney prescott yeah. and, and the main thing you really take away from that scene is that something happened with sydney a year ago uh you find her dad's leaving out of town by the way that's kind of important actually yeah. her dad her dad interrupts the the billy in her moment um when he sneaks in through her window which is weird because but never mind so i was gonna make a point about architecture but whatever um so, yeah, i know i know <laughs> stupid not important so so her dad interrupts him and you find out her dad's going to a convention of, or an expo i think he says yeah. Yeah, i think it's an expo for yeah. all he's gonna be out of town all week he says yeah. leaving in the morning probably one of those train expos you know probably train guys oh, i, I love trains the, uh, dedicated i think it was a tony stark 
Expo. <laughs> oh, that would make sense. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense, Ryan. So anyways, uh, wow. You, that was a stretch, bud. I'm proud of you for joining the podcast, though. You know, the 90s version of Tony Oh, the Stone. 90s version. Yeah. When he was on cocaine? Yes. Okay. That was a good one. So, back to the Rolling point. down. Rolling down hard. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get so, back on track. Sorry. So, he le- he's leaving in the morning. Billy tries to make a move with the best the best I'm going to have sex with you line ever about movie ratings, which I maybe is, was I'm guessing that was maybe a knock also for Russ Craven sure. oh, yeah. because sure you know, like you were saying, cause he's like, you know, we started out hot and heavy, a good R rating. You know, we were on our way to an NC 17, but now we're PG. We've been PG 13 for the last year. OPG. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. P- no, he said PG. No. Oh. Hang on. Well, he said made for TV. That's right. Oh, edited for TV. Sorry. Edited, edited for TV. For TV. So, Get so he, right. he's, he's given her the guilt trip and you find, I mean, really all like, again, I'd never seen it. So, but you could, tell something had happened a year ago that was like a milestone in her life uh he tries to touch her she's like no you need to go and he's like okay fine um he, he's pretty chivalrous actually i was pretty impressed i was like look at him he just took no as no and got out the window and went home um and so that kind of gives you a little bit those are kind of the two main characters of the movie um and then you get to school the next morning and of course all hell is broken loose and uh reporters everywhere yeah and really the most important one which was um again i almost said heather cox that's not her name who's is that a real person heather cox i don't even know that's a person that's courtney somebody from your past probably. i guess courtney, courtney cox, courtney cox oh. aka gail weathers gail weathers yes yeah, you're introduced to her and she, i didn't the know local bitch yeah i had no idea who she was she just know what you could tell sydney didn't like her well nor yeah. tatum you kind of introduced to tatum too because she walks up tatum is um ryan's celebrity girlfriend rose mcgowan yes mm-hmm. hello <laughs> <laughs> so you introduced to tatum who is um again her best friend at the time and you, you kind of catch on real quick that they do not like miss weathers there's not a big fan of her yeah. um i didn't know why at the time Again, you find out later, which we'll get to. But uh, so they kind of go through the day at school and things are not going very well around school. It's just kind of weird, you know, granted one of their two There's of their a, classmates. Yeah, were they're murdered. all talking about the classmates. Yeah, here, and they were slaughtered. The students are all being interviewed to see where they were, yes. what their alibis are. And, and again, and they, they call Sydney up, and that's, again, you figure out something bad happened to her in the past. I don't think they, they didn't say yet, though, right? No, they did no, like the. It was, it was later. They did the whole pause thing of like, isn't she the one who? And yeah, then she walked in. The that's room. what it was. Okay, yeah, because oh, that's right, because you see it on a newscast later. Mm-hmm. Which um, I've seen introduced. One of my favorite actors, Henry yes. Winkler. Yes. Oh God. Love the, the Fonz. Fonz. The Fonz. Yeah. I did not expect him to be in this so movie. Awesome, man. He was a great principal. <laughs> he was. He was really good. Yeah, he was the principal. You also introduced to Dewey, the other main character, in my yep. opinion. Yeah, you got Gail or Dewey. Doofy, Doofy. Depending on. Yeah. yeah, you got Gail Dewey, who is Tatum's brother, who is mm-hmm. a. Was he a lieutenant? No. He's hey, a deputy. Deputy, yeah, I'm sorry. Deputy, deputy, deputy. Riley. Yes. Right. Yeah, and they just called him Dewey. Um, and so, so you kind of got David the, Arquette. Yeah, David Arquette. Thank you. You kind of have the core cast at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, they, again, you still just figure out something's not right there. And again, you still don't know exactly what happened to Sydney. Uh, and then, I'm trying to think if there's anything else important there before I jump to the other two characters. Mm-hmm. No, I'm pretty sure they just... Tatum's like, you're going to stay at my house tonight yeah. because your dad's be out of safe. town and we don't know there's a killer out there. You know, we don't know who it is. So you come stay at our house. And yeah. then it kind of cuts to Sydney at home alone, like kind of packing her bag, yeah. waiting for Tatum. And she starts watching TV. Right. And that's when it's kind of released. That's when you yeah, have, she flips through the news because they're all talking about the, the slaughtered kids at the high school. Uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't remember which one it was, but one of the newscasters they're talking to eventually makes the comment that, you know, her mother almost exactly one year ago was raped 
and murdered. It was Gail Weathers who did that. Was it Gail Weathers? It okay, Gail. I didn't know if it was her who was on that that scene or not. So, but yeah, so that's when you find out. You're like, oh, this is this is why she's got intimacy issues i think she refers to it later in the movie um so yeah so that, that was pretty cool that you find out that there is something about her that's not quite right um and then she does get that phone call from tatum tatum's makes the, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie she's like i think we'll get um was it risky business yeah she's like i think no, 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 uh, wasn't risky all the right business? moves the, thank you all the right moves she's like i think we get all the right moves <laughs> she's like if you pause this at just the right time you can see tom cruise penis so i was like <laughs> all right there we go all right. So yeah. So I love that line. I watched Risky Business the other night, and I could not. It wasn't, find. Risky, it wasn't business. risky Business. It was all the right moves. All the right moves. We just said no that. wonder you couldn't That's find it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and there well, it is, folks. We've had first. it. Our first. You pulled a Ryan. <laughs> Literally just talked. Was it the first? I don't know how many. It how was much the first. I don't know well, how much editing we're going to be know. doing. Yeah. All the right moves. That was the uh, football movie he was in, right? No. All the right moves. No, that was a that was a football movie. Was that all the right moves? Oh, was that all the right moves? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I'm sorry. I was, Tom Cruise football movie. I was thinking of a different one. You could be Christopher right. Pins in that. I have no. You clue. could be right about that. Actually, you are right. It is okay. yeah. yeah. Nope. Never you, saw his penis. <laughs> <laughs> you never slowed you it down enough. You didn't pause it. At the all right. right part. Yeah, you missed it. So, so Tatum Tatum is, hangs up the phone, and again, the idea is she's coming to pick Sydney up so she can go to her house to be safe. Unfortunately, the next time the phone rings, it is not Tatum. Nope. But I do love the fact that, again, it's, it's the killer, by the way. Heads up. It's the killer calling. You can tell by that distorted voice again. But yeah. I love how Sydney didn't pull any punches. She straight yeah, up... She called the, his bluff on She did, yeah, yeah. The killer's like, I'm on your porch. And she's like, oh, let's see if you fucking are. And she opens the door <laughs> and just steps out there. And she starts picking her nose at one yep. point. And she's what like, am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? And, but, of course, unfortunately, she was wrong because she goes back inside and the killer was in the closet the whole time. I was like, oh, crap. And that's when yeah. that's when she broke the, the comment she made earlier how they run upstairs you know she's like they never run out the door because she tries to get out after the killer tries to again the killer oh i don't know if you guys saw it. when she kicked the killer the killer flew back like five feet it was oh, the yeah. most impressive kick i've seen stunned, man, Ooh, yeah. that, man that's one of the things that i actually liked about the movie um you know other unlike jason and freddie and right. michael myers this was not a skilled killer. You're right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he got, got his ass hit kicked a lot. He got his ass kicked a lot. It was two kids. He got kneed yeah. in the balls a lot. He got yeah. hit with a bottle in the balls later. Well, yeah, one of yeah. them did. That was cool. But yeah, so so she runs back upstairs. And again, we I didn't mention this earlier, but when, when the dad almost catches her and uh, Billy in the beginning scene uh the door catches because her closet's open because she's smart uh and so she does the same thing like she locks the door and then she opens a closet door so when the killer tries to knock the door in it gets stuck now if he were a smarter killer he would have just closed the door some and then reached in and knocked it away but again he was a moron Man, the, so the heat of the moment <laughs> the know? heat of the moment so he's that was my first thought i was like dummy just pull it Which back is a really cool shot it's like a cool scene to it like was. a cool prop in a movie yeah that you don't normally think of it kevin williamson had said that that was his is he had he had a room like that growing up, oh. and he had always planned if like anyone ever comes in here, that's what I do. That's smart. And so when he was, you know, growing up, wanting to write movies, he'd always says, "I'm gonna put that in a horror movie." I'm that's gonna put awesome. It in a horror movie, and they were talking about how they looked at like six different houses trying to find somewhere with that, and they eventually just had to build. Oh, they had to build. Oh, wow. like, I'm they, sure like, they yeah. build it, and then it got destroyed and everything. Wow. But yeah, that's one of those cool. As soon as it happens, like with, with the dad in Sydney. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's like, haven't you heard of knocking on stuff? You're kind of like, that's going to come up. Again. Oh, yeah. Like, and it did very successfully, very cool too. Prop. But yeah, he's the killer is trying to get her. She calls the cops, which this made me laugh. 
just because it's 90s. The phone line didn't work because I guess Ghostface so Ghostface Maybe cut, cut it. it. Ghostface. So she gets onto the police website and sends it. Yeah. Sends a text message. To 911. Like the old school text that's message. All, that was awesome. Yeah. On the computer. Yeah. That's yeah. like, what is your emergency? You know, <laughs> that type was really yes cool. or no. But before, she, she didn't have a chance to respond because the killer has left. But. And within three seconds, who pops in the window? Billy's at the window Billy's again. Billy's here again. Yeah, so Billy has climbed up the outside stairs to get to her third story window or wherever it is. Because they have the most beautiful scenery about in the house. That's a great way. house. Yeah. yeah. And so Billy's there. And of course, what does Billy do? Accidentally drops. Dun, dun, dun. A cellular, cellular phone. Thank you. I was about to say, they called it a <laughs> cellular, a cell phone. It's a cellular, cellular phone. phone. Cellular or a cellular phone. device. And when they're interviewing him, because again, the cops show up. They find the mask. Dewey's the first one, actually. Answers yeah. the door. He's holding the mask, so it's kind of creepy. That one kind of scared me a little. So he's holding the mask. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. That's it's, the only time I jump out of it. I'm like, why would yeah. you be holding it up there? Exactly. Of all the places like, to hold it so so yeah so he ends up catching him like that i'm sorry not catching him he, he finds the mask and really i think it was the whole costume actually i think later you see the yeah, whole costume okay um which doesn't look good because you got billy with a cell phone who mm-hmm. was there coincidentally which the first time i watched it i remember even, even as like an eight-year-old yeah, nine year old i was like he's the killer oh yeah you know like, again obviously. immediately as soon as i saw that that was my first thought i was like that's the killer but and i mentioned this later on but i'll mention it now uh, like when we, while we were watching the movie like if you watch the first scene the killer is much taller than drew barrymore and so oh, yeah. like in my head i was like something's not right here all right and i we did forget to mention a friend there is one of their close the guy who's dating tatum um Stu, who is Matthew a very Willard. yeah, who is a yeah, uh, Shaggy, He's who's a, a very guy. tall, lanky guy, and so I was like, wait a minute, and so again, this is where they again masterful writing where they start mixing it up. Like, wait a minute, is it Billy? Could it yeah. be? Could it be? And then there's another guy who also like there's a couple people. So yeah, they were doing very good. Um, so so they go to again they do a well I don't know if they actually arrest him, but they they do throw Billy in jail because they're yeah. like we're gonna check your cell phone records and see if you called her. Um, and so she thinks she's safe. You know, they end up, uh, I was calling doofus. <laughs> Dewey, Dewey. Dewey brings, Dewey brings, uh, Cindy back to their house. Uh, they're about to lay down to go to bed yeah. and Tatum and Dewey's moms come in. Uh, and well, don't forget the, one of my favorite scenes I'm in sorry. between there, whenever Dewey's like, take her out the back oh. to avoid that mob of I'm people. Sorry. And who's the big reporter? Yes, Gail Weathers. There she comes. She, of course she knows where to go. And this is where you find out another little bit of a backstory. <laughs> yep. Oh. Sydney. Um, apparently Gail Thank Weathers you. has written a book that's mm-hmm. coming out and just to clarify so we don't keep talking about it as it comes up the backstory there is um, Sydney's mom was raped and murdered right. and this guy Cotton Weary is in jail for it because um, Sydney, Sydney had reported that she saw him walking out of her house in this black coat yeah. that yeah. a car witness in his case yeah yes, that was in was. his car and Gail Weathers is on the side of thinking he was framed for it. So she wrote a whole book basically saying Cotton Weary's an innocent man. Right. And she's on that side of things. Well, that's Sydney doesn't like that very much. Not at all. Because so, she's sure that's who killed her mom. Yeah. So one of my favorite parts of the movie is when she comes up and she starts qu- asking her questions. She's like, sure, I'll answer your question. And she's like, well, she, before she can even ask, she's yeah, like, how's she the book going? <laughs> she's like, oh, it's going well. It's going well. She's like, oh, I look forward to reading it. And Courtney Cox says, I'll send you a copy. Yep. Boom! Punched in Decked the face. Her in the face. <laughs> like, a good smoke. right hook. Yeah. Woo. Like no no questions asked. Yep. Just here's a punch. It was beautiful. That and was then, true. I mean, like Rose McGowan got excited about it. Like super bitch. Super. <laughs> like that whole thing. <laughs> oh bam! Super bitch. Bitch went down. <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> bitch went down. <laughs> That's awesome. Bam. Yeah. So now they're at they're at scene. the 
They're at the Tatum's Dewey, house. Tatum residence. Yeah. And they're about to go to bed, and the mom comes in. Tatum's mom, that is, comes comes in and says, uh, hey, it's your dad, Sydney." And Sydney's like, oh, good. I haven't been... Because no one's been able to get a hold of him this whole time. And so Tatum picks... Tatum, sorry. Sydney picks up the phone, and she's like, Dad. And then you hear the voice. Yep, and it's the back. killer. And he, he's like, he ends up making the, the, the very distinct comment. Oh, crap. Uh, what did he say? Something about her mother. Um, if you hang up on me, you'll die like your mother thank did. Thank you. There it was. Yeah. Thank you. And so at that point, that's when they, again, it kind of goes full circle. Because now you're like, wait a minute. Is this the killer who, who actually killed her mom? And so now you've got even more questions. You're like, okay, yeah. so it, maybe it's not the kid. Yeah, is it an old person? Is it is it her dad? Because they said it might have been her dad at one point. Yeah. So they again, they did a great job of peppering in little little tidbits here and there. Well, Dewey comes running out of the back room right <laughs> with, his the, right, with his gun. With his gun. With his gun. But right after the phone is hung up, I know, and then he picks know? it up again. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, Hello. Is anybody there? <laughs> yeah, but like Dewey, the, he was trying though. That's one of my. That's the only thing besides the like "What's up" and all that stuff I remember from scary movies. After that scene, he's like carrying, like, he's like dragging a shop back around, something like he's that. He's like, "I'm going to vacuum my room." <laughs> somebody made the joke that he uses that to like put his dick in. Yes, that's what. It, yeah, <laughs> it's his so special the whole friend. time I was watching this movie again, scream. I'm just thinking of Doofy with that shop, shop back. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was like, it's not far off. They still sound the same. They do a little bit, but I did like how they did that. Like you know, that was still one of those. Even back then, I can remember being like, "What well, is he the killer? Because he's yeah, exactly. always gone, and he always pops up right when the killer's you know goes away." Mm-hmm. There's Dewey. They did a good job so, of that. But he comes out with his gun, and then you know, oh, everything's nervous. Back to school the next day. Yeah, and, um, and more shenanigans at school. Yeah. Again, if if you haven't watched the movie, you really should because the next couple scenes are actually really intense because you, you, you've got kids running around in the costume trying yeah. to scare people. You get um, Sydney who goes in the bathroom at one point. And, well, she has an encounter in the bathroom. Remember? Well, yeah, so I was yeah. about to say, yeah, in, in the bathroom, she, you hear some cheerleader and some other popular girl basically saying Sydney's just asking for attention, that her mom was a whore. Yeah. She, you know, she no, no wonder she got killed. She You know, she was out there basically she was a slut she was a slut yeah that's what they call her and so it's kind of hard to watch there and then the killer well we think it's the killer i I think it was the actual killer but they don't definitively ever say for sure you just you see a guy in the bathroom with particular boots on Mm -hmm. uh and then he drops the black robe and then she gets past him though another cliche they pull off like the whole like you're looking under the stall yep yep you're just waiting there's like there's no feet yeah just get out of there i know i never Mm -hmm. understood that Never. Like, this movie's full of those moments of like, why are you doing that? Exactly. Don't go outside. Which I grew up with. And they know point. it. And they yeah, they, they, they do it on purpose. They do. Um and I think the only other the other big thing I'll mention there, because because before we get to his death, uh the principal had a super intense scene with the two yes. kids. He ends up expelling two kids who were dressed up as Ghostface, and he's got these scissors, and they're like I'm talking like the old 70s scissors that are like three feet long and you mm. could cut someone's head off with, and he's just like snapping them, and he even puts them against one of the kids and he's like, I'd like to hang you up and gut you. So we and yeah. I'm just like like, oh my yeah, the kid's gosh. Like, the kid's like, don't expel us. That's not fair. Yeah. He's like, no, what's fair is if I hang you up and gut you for everybody <laughs> to see your insides. So intense. He's like, you little pieces of shit. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, not playing dang. around. So, awesome. yeah, so it gets pretty intense there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and so, so but before we get to because he has a fateful encounter pretty soon after that, the other big the other big plot thing I feel like was Dewey and uh, Gail have this, this little moment where, where basically she's trying to... Hit, you can tell she's trying to use him to get information. Yeah. And I love that line. She's like, you know, I hit big between... I think she's like 11 and 11 24. And 24. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, well, I'm 25. <laughs> so, yeah. I've been, I was 24 yeah. for a year. I love that, yeah. <laughs> I was 24 for a year. 
And so, so everyone kind of goes home. They close school because that's what you yeah. do when there's a serial killer. You close school. Uh, all so the what kids do the kids do when they close the school? Throw a party. Throw a party. Because yeah. it's also, again, they're making fun of every other horror movie ever. They didn't so, have Facebook, man. It's like, let's party. No. How did they know about that? They must have called each other. <laughs> oh, no, they just... They talked about school and just said, what time? Like, just show up. Oh, okay. That makes sense, too. Yeah. No, don't check Facebook. Or maybe they have the uh, the online text messaging. Oh, that like could the, have been it. Yeah. Has. That could be. It's before Instant Messenger, know. so. Definitely before. Yeah. Hand. So I don't know what they did, but somehow they magically showed up. Yeah. It could be. Who knows? But but before we get there, because before the party, Principal had a moment, too. Uh, and you can see it's coming. And, and it had a cool cameo, which I didn't recognize the person. So, But yeah, the principal, I love it. The principal got the ghost face mask on. And he's looking in the mirror. Again, you're like, wait a minute. This is yeah. weird. He's being weird. And he takes the mask off and he's like, you can tell he hears something. I don't remember what the sound was, but you can, he hears something and he's looking down to the hall and the janitor has got the, the Freddy sweater on the green and red, horrible, ugly pattern. And his name's Fred. And his name, he's like, all right, Fred. And I didn't know it. And the rest of you, I think it was Kevin Lambert yeah. was, was like, yeah, that was Wes Craven. I was like, mm-hmm. what? So that, a little bit of cameo. That was pretty cool. Um, I do love that. He pops out of the, you know, Henry Winkler jumps out of the door real yes. fast and, He's like, who's out there? And Wes Craven dressed up as that janitor picks that up. He goes, what? He goes, oh, not you, Fred. Not you, yeah, not you, Fred. It's like, I love that little thing they threw in there. It was really good. And then he goes back into his room, unfortunately, and he gets murdered, too. He is murdered. <laughs> he does. Yep. Goes faces behind the door, and he just stabs him repeatedly. Yep. Which is one of those things, and it, we see it. I know the reason why it's in there towards the end. Right, towards but the end. they... The reason that that scene is in there because when you look at the whole movie you're kind of like why did he kill the principal yeah like nothing really in there like why he would need to murder that guy but bob weinstein one of the producers had told kevin williamson he's like man you've got like 30 minutes where no one nothing's happening that's so very true like, somebody needs to die that is a good point point. and so when all those kids are at that party and Wes craven said we need to get to a moment where it's just the core people are alone what do they do? The the kids find out that uh, the principal, principal has been killed and they all leave. And he was hung up on the goalpost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why they all run out. So these weird Never kids got, got very... They yeah. got, but the strangest thing, these teenagers got very excited about that. Boy, and they were left. drunk yeah. too. Oh, they By were getting super in those pumped cars up. and wanted to go see their dead principal. We gotta see this. Like, but hey, it worked. You know, they got them all like in movie. It was movie a good magic. plot point. It got yeah. them all in there. But let's go back to after he was killed. Uh, they had a little... We had a little Video store, we get to see that Randy's a big yeah. movie nerd. Yeah, and I don't think I mentioned Randy. Randy's kind of the other potential killer guy because he's kind of mm. weird, a bit eccentric. He also plays, he's, he kind of plays the fool. You know, he's like, yeah. well, how could you guts? You know, he, he's, he's kind of playing the part where you're like, he's just a little too innocent. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's, he's a movie guy. He's a movie buff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he does. He goes on a couple rants throughout the movie, like two or three about how stupid people are. Like, if you would just watch a horror movie, you would make it out of these things yeah. alive. He, he, has my, he has my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, the, the, the rules? The rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah the rules yeah. and everything. Well, he, I know in the video store, he says something like, uh, the Everyone's cops have it all suspect. wrong. If the cops would just watch Prom Night, they would yes. find a killer. He talks about Prom Night. <laughs> like, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, just watch Prom Night. You, and then that's one of the movies he has later, too. Mm-hmm. He's got Prom Night. Another Jamie um, Lee Curtis. Yes. yes. He loved Jamie Lee Curtis. Who uh, doesn't? I don't. I, I do. I eat Activia just because of her. <laughs> I've actually never seen Prom Night. Oh. What? Me neither. Didn't they make a new one? Yeah, it's bad. They're like, okay, so I thought. Let's give it. it does have the guy from That Thing You Do in it as the killer. That guy from it's that not a thing spoiler, you do? It's like in the first movie, the singer for the. the oh, the main guy. Mm-hmm. The guy who. But the only two things I've seen him in. Oh, okay, me too. That he thing was you in do and Prom Night. Prom Night's great, but I really like Prom Night too. I like Prom Night too as well. That's really good. I'll trust you guys. It's on one that. of those. It's a. It's a campier. Oh, yeah. It's fun. I like that. 
Well, maybe one day. Maybe we one day we could do that. Slasher movies. Yeah. But yes, the video store, Stu and Billy are there. Yeah. And, and you kind of have this Stu. like, <clears throat> it's the first kind of moment where you you don't think that Stu and Billy are killers at all. Yeah. But between the three of them, you're like, <clears throat> excuse me, like one of them is a killer. Well, yeah, because they, they, I forget at one point, after his little tirade, and he's like, the, he's like, everyone's a suspect. Everyone kind of stops and looks at Randy in the movie, th- in the, in the yeah. movie theater, in the, uh, in the blockbuster. And, and kind of Stu comes up, grabs him from behind, and Billy's in there. He's like, Billy's the killer. And Billy's looking at him. And it's weird, yeah, because if you look in Billy's eyes when they do the right, like, because you can see Stu's eyes and you can see Billy's eyes randomly. And when you look at them, both of them look crazy. Like at oh, certain yeah. points, you're mm-hmm. like, like that was the point of the movie where I was like, I'm pretty sure it's one of these two, but yeah. they both are fucking crazy. You can just see well, it in their eyes. Another thing that <clears throat> I read with Wes Craven and said he had the two actors kind of took it on themselves, but since it wasn't one of those things where the cast wasn't told who the killers were, yeah. like they were told who and the actors knew. Um, and so Skeet Ulrich and was it Matthew Lillard mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing would give little visual cues. Yeah. Like uh, when Sydney and Billy are sitting on the bed talking, like you can see Billy's eyes keep looking up yes. to where Stu pops out of the closet later, and so it's all little things. That even in the video store, it's like it's like a quick little scene. But after that's done, like when Randy has his outburst with the thing and everybody, the whole crowd looks at him, it's like Stu and Billy look at each other for just a second. They do, yeah. And it's like they both, you know, it's one of those neat little things. Like when you're watching it the first time, you don't pick up on it at yeah. all. Yeah, like I said, they did a really good job of keeping you guessing. There's one more like fun fact, and we'll go straight to the party Get scene it. and the uh, the ending of the movie. That's but there's a really the really neat little so that you know after the video store back and forth to the police station, um, the girls go grocery shopping for the party. Yes. and you always see Ghostface wand- wandering around. <laughs> yeah, he's just standing like, in the grocery store at one point. Yeah, he's like kind of just following them. That was weird. Uh, but my favorite things is they had so the police chief. Uh, I'm going to blank on the actor's name. I don't have it in front of me. But he's smoking, though. He's he's from the original Nightmare on Elm Street. He's one of the ones who like sees Nancy locked in the house and kind of oh. goes to rescue her. And Wes Craven said whenever the, the actor came on board for Scream, he kind of just made this thing up in his head. He was like, well, he was so traumatized by what happened on Elm Street that he moved to this small California town, and now it's happening, oh. it's happening oh, wow. again. That's fantastic. But, uh, it was really neat, the scene with him and Dewey, when they're talking about it, you know, he's smoking. He's like, I thought you quit. And he's like, ah. You know, he's just in there smoking cigarettes, and Dewey's got an ice cream cone. Yeah. Well, David Arquette was just offset and got an ice cream, and then when they got on there, he brought it with them. He's <laughs> like, I just think this would be funny if I'm eating this ice cream cone. <laughs> so Wes Craven said, I think it'd be even funnier when he takes a drag of a cigarette, you lick the cone, and it's hilarious watching it, knowing it's happening, because every single time it's like, yeah, you know, it's just happening again. And he goes to do that cigarette, and he takes a lick of that he cone. Did. It's like perfectly in sync the whole time. I kept thinking, like, that pink ice cream cone looks really delicious right now. It strawberry did, ice cream. It? Yeah. Yeah. Is it strawberry or is it tutti frutti? Oh, it might be tutti frutti. Tutti frutti. How do those movies not get NC-17? Yeah, so, okay, so we'll jump to the big hurrah here at the end, because really there's... Kind of like you, like you said, I didn't even notice it now until you said it, but really after Drew Barrymore dies, there's really not a lot of death. I don't think there's any more, I mean, besides the principal, but like there's a long stretch there. You're mm. right. There would have been a huge yeah. drought in the movie. Yeah. I mean, there's still tense moments, but the next scene is when Tatum gets killed at the party, yeah. which it's, no, no, it wasn't at her house. Sorry, it's at Stu's house. You know, and she goes in the garage and she grabs like 12 beers and she's like, well, all right. Stu tells her, go she, get some more beer. Yeah, she's loading up. And yeah. so she was going back inside. And of course, this is, this, so this is when I started to think I was right. There were two killers, by the way, because the door shuts from the inside and then the killers just 
already in the garage. So at that point, you're kind of like, mm, this isn't normal. Yeah. Because it's not a supernatural thing. So you know, the scariest part of the movie for me when I watched it. As really? A kid. Mm, See, the I don't care. I, I was terrified. I, the reason I didn't find it scary is for two reasons. Because when the killer finally does pop out, he he closes the he stops the garage door from closing so that uh, so Rose can't get out. Because um, by the way, that was very smart of her. I loved it. She didn't even hesitate. She's like, oh, the door's locked. Let me open the garage and go out. It wasn't a panic. I was like, look mm-hmm. at you go, girl. But then it stops. And she, I just the reason I guess I wasn't scared is because she faces the killer like it's nothing. She's just like, did she call him Randy? Yeah, she, I think, yeah, she yeah, thought it was Randy. Randy. Yeah, she's like, oh come on, Randy. She's like, you want me to be the the you know the victim? And she's like, oh no, don't kill me. I want to be in the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> and so and yeah, so like the whole time you're just like, oh this is playful. And then he takes the knife out and then he just slowly cuts her arm and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And then the other reason I wasn't as scared because when she conveniently throws the beer bottle, she pegs him right in the balls <laughs> and yeah. he drops. Uh, and so that kind of made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what does she try and do? I love it. She tries to mm-hmm. climb out of the garage door opening mm-hmm. for the dog. Yep. Through and, the doggy door. Yeah, through the doggy door. And she couldn't make it. She couldn't fit. And Got so, <laughs> again, I love movies when they make implausible kills. This was the... The rest of them, people are stabbed and shot. That makes perfect sense. She <laughs> he turns the garage door on. She's just getting carted up there. And her neck just gets crammed with the door and just snaps her neck. And yeah. he just leaves She's her crushed. There. Yeah, just leaves her there. I was scared of our garage door really? when I was a kid because of that movie. <laughs> I was like, if I get stuck under there, it's not stopping. She's just going to smash <laughs> me. Do you have a doggy door in your garage door? They have a doggy door, but that was like, weird. Uh, a lot of times we'd play this game where, you know, they'd back out and we didn't have a, there was a, the button, you know, the the remote was only in, we only had one of them. So two vehicles, one remote, whoever had the other remote between my mom and dad. And so the kids, we have to play this game where one car back out, and if we didn't have the remote, you got to push the button by mm-hmm. the door and, and run, run out. out and jump yeah. over the sensor. And there was one time, like I ran out and hit it. my head on the thing. <laughs> but every time, all I thought about was like, if I get stuck, if I trip I'm and dead. fall, which that sense you have to jump over the sensor yeah. because it's gonna it's gonna sensor stop. Will open the door. But it, the nine year old is just like, I will be crushed if I don't get out of here in time. <laughs> I hated doing that. But yeah, that's one of those it stuck with me and still sticks with me every time. I mean, we just got our brand new house with the garage and I, I, I promise you, the first time I pushed the button down, I was like, good thing there's no doggy door that on makes here. Sense. I get stuck in there and die. Yeah. <laughs> so the only other big thing that happens in this before we get to like the big hurrah here, uh, you, you finally get Gail going all in with Dewey. She ends up pretty much basically using him full on out to get into the mm-hmm. party so that she can put a hidden camera. Places a hidden camera. Yeah, yeah. and she puts it right in front of the, the couch where the kids are watching, them, watching TV at. Mm-hmm. Um, and What's so, her cameraman? Well, who was that guy, Ryan? <laughs> Oh, uh... Kenny? Yeah, Kenny. Yeah. He was Warren in Something About Mary. Really? Yeah. Yep. That he was, was also in Deadwood. He's great in Deadwood. Really? And he's also in The Last of Us, the video game. He's great yeah. in The Last of Us. Look at that guy. He got yeah. around, after all. I didn't didn't know the Something About Mary fact, but yeah. Uh, I he never, died, too. I never saw the video game. Did he? That actor? No, I meant like in the movie he died. Oh, I'm sorry. Kenny, yes. I don't know about in real life. Kenny died. I'm yes. assuming he's alive. Courtney Cox really harps on him, alive. too. She's, yeah, mean, she's to mean to him. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he work, he's working hard. Yeah, he just likes to have chips every now and then. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like to have chips? I, I want Look, some chips I, right now. Cheetos. He had one of the lines. Right now. He had one of the lines of the movie, which I read was ad-libbed. What was it? When she was like, Jesus, get the camera and 
you move your oh, ass. Yeah. And he's like, my name's not Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch it the first time, but I watched it with subtitles on. That popped up. On. I remember being like, what? That was, his, yeah, that, was, like, that was an ad lib line from him. I remember laughing at yeah, My name's not Jesus. <laughs> that was great. He so, was really great. Yeah. So they've, so now I've got a camera with a 30 second delay. Bear in mind. That was important. They harped on. They, they made that point like six times. Yeah. yeah. They were like, it's a 30 yeah, second delay. Know. Yeah. Um, oh, no. It's the delay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next big thing that kind of sets up the end of the movie is you got a bunch of people going in different directions. So Billy shows up, kind of crashes the party, even though he's not supposed to be there. Uh, and him and Sydney go up and work out their intimacy issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they not start only work them out. And he worked her out. They solve them. Oh, no issues. Oh anymore. boy, did they solve it? She gives in, which all this is going down downstairs. Oh yeah. The, the rules. Randy is I was about to get to there. What the rules and what are wait, the wait, rules? Hang on, sorry, before we get to the rules, because the other thing that happens is you have Dewey and Gail have now gone off because there's been a suspicious car spotted yes. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've got three people. We've got three different locations. you got, again, the sex scene that's going on upstairs. you got them going to find the car. And then you've also got uh, the rules that are about to be divulged by Randy. Yeah. So one of you who remembers rules the rules of a better. horror movie. Oh, sorry. And I guess I was evaluating because, you know, you had never seen it before, but I'd never even really realized it. But when Randy's doing the rules and the last rule he says is you never say I'll be right back. When Stu says... Uh, anybody want another beer? I'll be right back. He never shows back up until like yeah. all the actions going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Until yeah, he's outside. Things. Until yeah. he's outside when like him and he, Randy are yeah, there. Yeah, he, like he he's gone for a good yeah. 15, right. 20 disappear. minutes they do in that it whole party it's scene. It's so distracting yeah. you don't really think about yeah. it. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Three rules. What were they? Number one, you don't have sex. Don't have That's sex. right. Never have sex. Number two, virgins live. You don't drink and you don't do drugs. Yep. That's, that's, oh yeah, because that was an extension of the I first one. I think role. all that's worth getting killed over. <laughs> sure. By the way. Did he call that the sin effect? The sin effect, yeah. yes. The sin effect. And then number three, you don't say I'll be right don't back. Don't say I'll be right back, yeah. yeah. I love that. He's so true. All those are right. And they're watching, they're watching Halloween, which is yep. picture perfect, because you're right, Jamie Lee Curtis was the virgin. She was mm-hmm. the perfect girl, and so that's why she didn't die. Yep. But oh yeah, man, that was good. Well they played drink there. Or that. I saw it, but that's what they're doing. They're and breaking his the name was Jamie. Our, there, here's our hero, Sydney. Fourth wall breaking. Yep. Here's <laughs> our hero, Sydney, who's the virgin good girl. Not anymore. He's upstairs losing that cheer. So is she going to live? Is it's true. It did. It's life? true. I thought for sure she wasn't going to live at a point because she broke the rules. But then again, I remembered. I was like, oh wait, they're doing. I mean, this all she had to do was have sex with Billy, open a beer, and go back. I'll be right back. And then probably falling off the roof or something yeah. like just <laughs> completely died. It's like, true. Just spontaneously. Wait combusted right she there. She did fall off the roof. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> does fall <laughs> off the roof in a bit. Yeah. yeah. There, there yeah. are so many falling off or getting pushed out the roofs in a lot of these horror movies. <laughs> That's a common thing. Yeah. So so now that every, so, they, so they're having sex. Well, they finish having sex. I'm sorry. Um, and at this point, we know two big things. We know that, that she's no longer a virgin. And we also know that um, her dad's car has been spotted because that's the car that Gail and Dewey find. Yeah. And then they kind of disappear for a little bit. I mean, they, they show back up, but like for a while, they, they're kind of... We're assuming they're heading back towards the house. Because, I figured they were doing it. Well, they might have done it. Dewey did it. Dewey was like, hey, they call me Doofy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you want to find out why? <laughs> real name's Dwayne. <laughs> so, was that his real name? Yeah, yeah it, was it was Dwayne. Yeah. Real name's Dwayne. <laughs> she, that's what I liked. He said... She says something about Dewey. She says, Dewey, real name? And he goes, no, my name's Dewayne. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like oh. Dewey's better. Yeah. Crap. Dwayne. <laughs> so, so at this point, again, you finally get to the big, the big moment where the killer comes back for Sydney. He shows up. <laughs> 
You sound like you snorted a you line okay, over there. <laughs> Some cocaine? Ryan's got the cocaine Ryan's got on. his vape stick out, but apparently he's also doing cocaine <laughs> off the table. <laughs> not, not super Christian anymore. No, no. He's, he's uh, not that yeah, Christian anymore. I stand corrected. You are not super Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, put, it away, put it away now. <laughs> you proved your point, sir. <laughs> right, you could have swore in front of us or something. You didn't have to take cocaine. <laughs> Well, you know what? You know, we know who's going to live the longest. Sometimes these these babes take the old Nintendo game trick and you got to blow blow the cartridge, (laughs) blow the cartridge. So (laughs) that was a good distraction. So now they're at the the big hurrah, the movie. And again, I called this. They heard me. So again, the killer magically pops back up as Billy's backs turned, you know, uh, because, oh, I forgot at this point. She's uh, Sydney's questioning him again. She's she's still not sure about this. She's like. Who did you call? You know, you get one phone call and Billy's like, oh, I called my dad. And she's like, oh, the sheriff said he called your dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, he didn't answer. And you can tell she's like, something's not right here. And so, yeah. again, as a viewer, you're like, uh-oh, it's him. And then, sure enough, Ghostface pops up, starts slashing at him. And he turns around and he's covered in blood. I remember looking at you guys and I was like, I was like, time out. I was like, wait a minute. I oh, know you're, you're right. Actually, you're right. You're right. Pause it. Rewind it. Pause it. I did. Caleb just let I. You solved it. Because, you solved it. Because when you look at it, there's, there's like he's bleeding all over his chest and he got slashed like nine times and there's like one little nick on his chest and the rest of his shirt is completely fine and I was like, they didn't even get cut. Oh, I thought you were like. Well, it's just a movie. I'm thinking. I'm looking too much into it. Yeah, I did. Like, like two minutes later, when when Ghostface is chasing her upstairs again into the attic, I, I, I remember. Yeah, I said it loud. I was like, I'm looking. I was like, I'm thinking too much into this. It's a much movie. Into it. I was like, it's a movie. The it's props okay. department just messed up. Yeah, they forgot to put slits in his shirt. <laughs> so, but at the same time, I'm just like Caleb. Just just watch it, man. It's coming. Like it's coming. And I was We're thinking, so close to the yeah, end. I was I thinking he is right. And then after <laughs> Billy reveals himself, you're like, oh, there's the cut in the shirt. Yeah, I saw a little yeah because I convinced myself. I was like, no, I'm overthinking this. I'm way overthinking this. Yeah, I was like, that was wrong. No, I was right. So uh, so yeah, Ghostface chases her up the up the house. She falls off the roof onto a conveniently placed boat, as we said. Um, and then you see finally, you finally see Tatum. No one has even mentioned that she's been killed this whole time. Until yeah, Sydney looks up and she's just dangling yep. from the garage, halved by the garage. Yeah, and so I've been she, halved. And so <laughs> I've been halved. Apparently, it is easier. That's to, two Dewey Cox references <laughs> in like ten minutes. We're doing good. Um, and I do want to get okay. I want to get to the scariest thing in the whole movie to me, um, and then we'll get to I'd the love very to hear end. It. So when she uh, Sydney, that is when she runs into, I believe it's Dewey's little police car. Was it Dewey's yes. car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the kids have left because they want to go see the principal who's hanging from the goalpost, um, and so. The, the ghost face is chasing her and she ends up jumping into the police car and she starts slow. She quickly locks the car. You know, she rolls the window up. You find out ghost face has the key. And what was the creepiest thing to me? And I hope I was hoping it was gonna go on longer. He like drops down and begins to crawl around the car and he uses the key to unlock the passenger door. She freaks out, locks it. And I, I was hoping he was going to do more doors, but behind all of a sudden you just see the back hatch just quietly open. And I was like, Oh shit. Again, of a cliche of like, how do you not look behind and you? You're right, yeah. exactly. But exactly. Of course, but, yeah. it, it, but that was a great playoff because I was like, what door is he going to next? And then you yeah. see it back up and I, I got to put myself in her place because I would be thinking the same thing. What door do I lock next? Yeah. Not worried about don't, behind don't me. Don't think about what's yeah. behind you. Yep. Uh, and so, so again, she gets out um, and then it, it kind of turns into a free-for-all for a little well, Gail bit. Gail and Dewey come back. G- Gail and Dewey come uh, back, we yes. We find out about poor Kenny. Poor Kenny. Kenny got his neck slashed. Yeah. Didn't uh, go well. Because remember, so... 
basically Gail chasing her. Gail and Dewey split up. Gail's like getting he's like get in the van, call the cops. Yes. I'm gonna go inside the house because they just noticed they don't see the Cindy running open. around, but the door's wide open. And so that's and when Dewey heads to the door. So he heads inside. Um, Gail turns on. She's well, she's blood. She tries to call nine one one. Yeah, sees blood all over the ground. Freaks out. Jumps in the driveway. Mm. And uh, poor old Kenny's parked up on top. He's on top of the van with blood uh, raining down. It's a windshield. funny blooper of the movie. If you notice, she reverses. So he's so there's a dead body on top of your vehicle. Right. She reverses as fast as she can. On oh, the body doesn't go anywhere. And then slams on the brakes. So you're going backwards, but the body flies forward. That's a which good point. Kevin Williamson has said he's like, I've been called out on that. Yeah, a few times. <laughs> physics, he's like, man. He's like, my physics are off on physics that. Physics is a bitch. But a fun fact on that one: so she goes basically out of. She's terrified, so she starts driving away, and she, she does uh, take out uh, not Jamie, Randy, Randy with the phone. Yes, because he pops up. He's like, "What's going on?" Yeah, and it gets like hit <laughs> fifteen times in the face. <laughs> he, I guess, falls down, passes out from head trauma. Uh, and she zooms off. She's what did she say? Like, I'm sorry, Kenny, but yeah. get off the van. Yeah, and the yeah. body just goes flying into yeah. the fence. It. And she leaves just Kenny behind. At least for now. There's a uh, Sydney in the street trying to flag her down. And typical scene of her, she freaks out, so she just swerves, swerves the wheel, goes down to that, and nails that. She tree. runs into a tree. And a funny thing, fun fact about that one: Wes Craven had said the van was supposed to flip, and so there's a stunt woman in there driving. <laughs> And she's harnessed up, and it's all you know. She's safe and everything, but the van was supposed to hit the curve, and you can see in the movie where it's supposed to flip. Yeah, because they did in one take, and they were like, "That's good," but um, it doesn't flip and just keeps going down the hill. And as it hit that tree, Wes Craven said it, and Kevin Williamson said it, and like they said, the whole cast member was like, uh, "That lady's dead." <laughs> like, oh my god! Like that, that lady just died. <laughs> and she, she, they said she immediately she jumps out of the van, and she didn't have a helmet on or anything because oh, she gosh. had to have. She had to look like yeah. Courtney Cox. They said she got out there and just goes, where's my coffee? Wow. I was like, a tough woman. Kudos to but her. But they had all said, it was like, we're keeping it in the movie because it looks, it's a legitimate crash. It looks terrifying. Like, as soon as it didn't flip, they all were kind of holding their breasts and they're like, oh, this might work out. And then it nails that tree and they're like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> we killed someone. We lost her. <laughs> like, she's gone. Crap. But awesome. luckily she lived through it and she it did. made for a very effective scene. Um, now, and Gail Weathers also survived she it. She did survive. So um, we come to find out. But. So Dewey's in the house. Dewey's in the house. Uh, Cindy runs around. So we don't see Dewey in the house until this next part. But he what comes happens out. is yeah, he's, he's stabbed. He, he's stabbed. He gets stabbed in the back. <laughs> and then yeah, so he's on the ground. And then this is the this is the like Ryan said earlier. This is the next time you actually see Stu. Stu and Randy come out of nowhere. Really. Yeah. I mean, well, Randy was getting beat. He got beat, but Stu just pops up out of nowhere, like Ryan said. And they're both running in, and she's you know Courtney Co- Courtney Cox, not her. Sorry, Sydney has has uh, Dewey's gun, and she's pointing at both Stu and Randy, and you can tell she's she's like one of you is the killer. Yeah. She's. Deter- oh, yeah. she, it has because there's the only two left yeah and so what does she do she does something smart she just shuts the door and locks it i don't know if she locked it actually but she shuts the door she, at least she, and then unfortunately billy pops up and no, he falls down the stairs he does yeah, yeah he's oh he did fall he's down like, the stairs, survived. Didn't he? yeah and then yeah and so randy and comes billy opens the billy door. opens the door randy comes in Stu's not there. I don't remember seeing Stu actually. No, no. He wasn't. Yeah, Stu wasn't mm-hmm. there. Uh, but Randy comes in, and that, then you get that the devious yep. grin, Here and that's when you're twist. like, for sure, you're like, yep, he's he's you a killer. The, the M Night Shyamalan, what the twist? Yes, and he shot Randy in the shoulder. We all go a little mad sometimes. That's yeah. right, we do. And so he Norman shoots Bates. him. Yeah, and then you find, and then you find and out then Kim, Stu comes in yeah, through the, the kitchen. Kitchen, and that's when you that's when everything falls together, and you're like, oh, 
they're both doing it. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and so they have a really, again, we won't recap the whole thing, just to save some time here. Uh, they have a really neat conversation with Sydney about why they were even doing it. They mentioned a lot of movies like Psycho, and it's really cool. Uh, but then you find out, after all, that uh, Sydney's mother apparently was boning uh, Billy. Now, was this true, or was he just no, making uh, it up? I think it was true. In the movie scene. Uh, okay, I thought so, too. Yeah. That apparently they were sleeping together. His Billy's mom and uh, her. No, no sorry. Sydney's Thank mom you. and Billy's dad. Thank you, sir. And it caused Billy's mom to, to leave. leave. Exactly. So that yeah. you, so you so find he's out been holding a grudge. Yeah, there. So it since. was a motive the whole time. Even mm-hmm. he made it out like it wasn't. And what then was Stu's motive? I don't think he actually had one. Did he? Your pressure. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No. Okay, okay. I was about to mention it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So okay, that was the craziest well, thing. In the video by the way. store, they were talking about. What's the motive? He like Randy, Stu, and Billy are all talking about. What would right. the motive be? What would the oh, motive yeah. be? And Stu or Billy or Stu, one of them said, "Well, you know, motive's not always important." I think Sometimes it was Stu who said why that. Is there, why does there have to be motive yeah. all the time? And it's that true. was kind of Stu's motive. Like, what? What's besides just killing people with your friend? Yeah, it was having fun. Like, what? You know? Yeah, because he turns into a little baby bitch towards the end. <laughs> so yeah, so you they eventually lay out the whole idea. They they they're going to frame her dad because the dad's there. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going to kill. They were going to kill her. They kidnapped him. He comes out of the closet. Yeah, bandaged, he's taped, of course. Top, bondage. Bandage topped. <laughs> he was bondage. I, I tried to say three different words at once there. <laughs> He was taped, taped up. up. He was taped, taped up. up. He was taped up. <laughs> and so Randy again was right the whole time. Go figure. Because um, the dad was there, hurt. Uh, and so you find out they're going to kill Sydney. They're going to blame it on the dad. And then they're going to do a sequel. I love how he said it. He's like, yeah. we got to have the sequel. <laughs> so so then what do they do? They start stabbing each other. Well, you, they uh, have to be left for dead. Yeah, but they enjoyed that too much. Billy stabbed Stu like seven times, I feel like. Yeah. And Stu only got to stab Billy once. Yep. And and so... I remember my stomach hurting as a kid when I was watching. Oh, I was no, that like, was... What are they doing? That was hard to watch. Yeah. He was like, don't go too deep. Yeah. I was like... <gasps> Speaking of all the Ooh. blood for the movie, that last 20 minutes, like... Lots of blood. A lot of blood. Gallons. Yeah. Really? Gallons There's, throughout the whole movie. It's Golly. really when you th- watch it. I mean, it's super bloody. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, it was bad. So, so yeah, so you, you finally get the final showdown because during all this chaos, Gail shows back up, tries to shoot one of them, or Billy, leaves the safety on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, during all this chaos, and, uh, Sydney and her dad end up escaping while Billy's kind of taking care of Gail for a little bit. And so, so Sydney and her dad run away. And I love Stu because this because the fo- of course what happens the phone rings like they yeah. turn it all up on everyone so the phone rings and Sydney's got the voice box yeah. and I again Stu Kevin mentioned like this is the best scene with Stu because Stu all of a sudden turns into a little kid he's kind of like man my parents are gonna be so mad at me he's like did you really call the cops I'm gonna get in so much trouble so he's just you know he's he's, a little yeah, he's kid. Calling, I'm gonna get in trouble yeah he's just he's he's, 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 yeah he's like oh maybe I did mess up um and so I, just, I thought that was pretty cool but but then then freaking so Billy starts going after Sydney and she's hiding in the closet i love it she put on the whole costume like when she pops out of the closet yeah. door she has the mask on the hood the everything and she stabs him in the chest with it's an like a umbrella like she's just like Phew. yeah she just runs him through <laughs> fun fact about that scene oh, yeah. so she stabbed him twice yes yeah, she did so billy has a chest pad on or skeet Ulrich has a chest pad on because he's had he had open heart surgery as a kid. Oh, really? Uh. So there's a scar with all this wiring underneath. Oh, uh, that if he gets hit, it causes him severe pain. Ooh! Well, the first time it hit the chest pad. The second time it hit him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Wes Craven left his reaction in there because yeah. he, he grimaced. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Wes Craven just, left it in. Thought it was solid acting. That's nope. awesome. Yeah, because his face is legitimately like. Oh, yeah, like, and so. 
so yeah so they they end up kind of dispatching with billy for the most part gail i love it gail comes in and kind of gets the the second to last you know final say because he kind of pops back up for a second she shoots him in the shoulder and he falls back over you know and he looks like he's dead he does and what is randy of course the all you know the 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 fourth wall breaker he's like this is the moment in the movie where they get the last you know the last pop up where they pop up one more time the killer killer pops up one more time yeah so what does billy do he pops up and sydney shoots him in the head holy crap i did not see that coming Straight up, so not this headshot. Time. Yeah, not, not this my movie. Time. Oh, that, yeah, she did not say not in my movie. movie. She yeah. shot him in the head, though. I wanted to applaud. I was like, look at you. And then you saw it. I was like, man, she broke out of her shell there. She did. That was Which really another, cool. It's the it's a cliche, but it it fits really well. It did. You know, it's like the the good girl still wins. Yeah, she because yeah, that's like, usually, you're right. Most horror movies, the good girl ends up killing the bad guy, the monster yeah. in the end, mm-hmm. but not quite so composed yeah <laughs> she was extreme she just she didn't even hesitate he kind of popped up he was like ha bam great instant shot. kill yeah Ooh. great shot it was a good shot she'd Point done blank. that before and then it ends yeah yeah courtney cox gail weathers just kind of gives a little you know a first she's like i have the an amazing first hand or eyewitness account of well, the kind of see her go killing. from being like and dewey gets sold out so. yeah, dewey dewey still alive. Dewey yeah. didn't die you're right he's carted out um but that's why I, I do like that last scene with Courtney Cox because it's kind of like she goes from being like the bitchy reporter that you don't really like to like this whole experience kind of re- made her yeah. realize like I'm gonna report the news. Yeah, I'm well, not gonna she, be a tabloid. Yeah, she yeah she hunter. makes that line to Kenny before right, not long before he dies, and she's she's like, "Have you ever heard of a sleazy tabloid? You know, yeah, uh, winning writer the winning the Pulitzer?" And he's yeah. like, "There's a first time for everything." Yeah. yeah, and then at the end, she's got like a real news crew, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, "Look at her go!" Like she's it's kind of. Yeah. Put her into shape. Put everybody into shape. It did. Well, I mean, that, that's what mass murders will do to you. Yeah. Well, it's closing easier. thoughts on the movie. I, I still love it. But one yeah. of my favorite things is probably the the fighting between Sydney and Ghostface. Yep. Like, yes. it's not just, like, her running and running into walls. I mean, like, she slams doors in his face, throws she beer tried. balls at him. Like, him in the balls. It is a fight. And if you're interested in him, I think you should watch him. That that kind of only just keeps escalating throughout the sequels. Two, I really? like, two is it's kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis in the newer uh, like she Halloween just, where she, she doesn't just take like, it in the next one. Like, she... I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. I like that. Like the second one's great. We we'll get into the sequels eventually one okay. day I'm sure. But um, and there's like an MTV series I haven't watched. I oh, there was like an MTV series TV yes. show. Um, so it's it's created a quite a franchise, and not only that, but it created. Kevin Williamson went on to write movies that all were kind of just like this. Yeah. Um, without so much of the, like, you know, elbow to the gut, like, <laughs> we're, we're joking yeah. type of thing. But I think the, I think that's what they call meta. Yeah, yes. That's what they call it a lot. Yes. Um, it's just a really good movie. It really Holds brought well. back the slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Because it had been there hadn't been a slasher movies since the early eighties. Well, and the slashers were the, all so sequels, predictable, but I mean, you know, yeah, yeah like, that's what it was. It was like all these slashers are just becoming the same old thing. It's like, well, here's something that has all those cliches and includes all that stuff, but yeah, with it enough, was a very with different enough twist take on the slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, again, it was a, it was a good movie. It was because it wasn't super super scary at all. It was yeah. it was just a solid watch. So, what makes Ghostface an icon? Besides the mask, you know, the mask is very memorable as soon as you see it. And true, I don't know what it was before this movie, but the production notes have said that they just found that mask at a grocery store. Just like they, say in, just like they yep. say in the movie, you know, like they were just oh, yeah. in a store and they saw it and they're like, that would work. Yeah. And they picked it up and it worked. It did. But, you know, besides that, I think it's just because of the 
the feeling of behind the movie and and throughout the sequels, it's kind of the same thing. And you know, it's one of those like, why would Ghostface be considered in the same league as Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees and Candyman and Pinhead and all the guys we mentioned? And yeah, it's because of it's a memorable. And yeah, in 2019, maybe Ghostface wouldn't be as scary. Probably not. But in 96, like 10-year-old Kev, I was I did not like that mask. I couldn't yeah. look at it. And it doesn't really hold up. It doesn't scare me anymore because yeah. I kind of get what's behind it. And but, it's not the character. It's the mask. Right. It, yeah. It, unlike Michael Myers and Jason and Candyman, et cetera, it's not one person. Yeah, everybody just... Because, yeah. I mean, in two and three yeah, and four, they're two, different yeah. killers. I would hope so. So, I mean, they... they Wait, Stu and Billy aren't the killers the in the other ones? <laughs> no. no it's, Randy, it's Randy and Stu. In the oh, Randy one. and Spoiler Stu. No. <laughs> it's probably Courtney Cox. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We'll yeah, have to watch it one day. I probably won't. So, I mean, it's, make just me. a, it's just an iconic <laughs> mask. It was. It's a good start, guys. Iconic a good start mask, to the iconic series. movie, and yeah, a great start to the series. I think it was a very... I'm looking forward... No, it's not true. It's not at all true. I'm not looking forward to any of the rest of them, but... I think you are. But I look forward to these chats we have. The next one will get you. You know, we always like to soften the blow. What's the next one again? Our next one, Candyman? which will be coming out, will be Candyman. Yeah, yes. that one's going to not be good for me. So yeah, You won't enjoy that That one's one. not going to be good for Ooh, me. Ooh, you, will not be, you will not be saying, that was a good movie. Well, you know, what we did with our yeah. zombie series, we started off with Night of the Living Dead, which Caleb had even said this movie is boring and not I'm good. sorry. I know. Which well, we, we fought on it. I know we did. But we followed it up with a great Yeah, we did. Wreck. And then right, train the next one we did, right? We yeah. did Rick after it was that. Rick. And that was scary so we shit. went so yeah, that's what we try to do with Caleb here is uh soften the blow at that's first right. and be like, here's a scary movie, and then the next one is get ready. That's right. So this has been a lot of fun. Any closing been. thoughts on the on the screen movie, Ryan? Uh, still one of my fave just fun, entertaining horror movies. Not a boy. I'm glad we watched it. Good review. <laughs> yeah. We got a, a ten star review from Caleb. That's right. I went above five. I'll just, yeah, I, I mean 10. that's that's one of my favorites. It's it's what got me into horror. Yeah, I had seen other horror movies before this one, but this is what made me love the genre. Yeah, I I can agree. It kind of I grew up watching a lot of them, but there was a time where I, I didn't watch them, and then this was kind of just like it did when it came out. It kind of ignited that spark again yep. where you go back and watch all the ones that they're yeah. making fun of and I remember even going to the video store that I went to all the time and making a little list in my notebook of all the movies they mentioned like Town of the Dreaded Sundown uh, and all these oh things yeah. I'm like I don't even know what these movies are so I had to look them up and see and it's inspired a lot and it's great that's good good for you so we'll wrap that up there and then we'll do a little closing comments here and We'll do a, you know, we are on social media and all that stuff. Hopefully that's how you found us. Um, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find our podcast on how many streams? All streaming platforms. All of them. We got Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. Podcast, Podcast. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Google Play. Google Play. Play. Just type it in on Google, the Horror on Hops Podcast, and you should find us. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Good Uh, reviews. The reviews... Just help us get out there and grow. So if you could take some time to write down a little something, that'd be great. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. And come hang out with us in a couple weeks. Sept- less less than a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, less than a couple weeks. Friday, September 13th. Crying Ooh. Eagle Brewing. Good yep. beer. We'll be hanging out watching Friday the 13th, part four. We're skipping yes. one through three, You can yes. check out our social media pages for all the info on those. Yeah. On those. On that one. That's the only one we're doing as of now. But we are looking forward to it, and we hope to see you there. So in the meantime... For, for Ryan Bork, Kevin Johnson, Caleb Monroe, 
in the Sound of Thunder Studios with Thunder John. I'm Kevin Lambert. Thanks for listening to the Hard Hops Podcast.